When I say healing, you say... Today's episode, I discuss the concept of self-love and the journey toward self-love and ultimately healing with a fellow poet and empath, Stacy. We kind of talk about what it means to actually love yourself when, you know, it's hard. So I hope you listen. I hope some of the words resonate with you. And I'd love to hear your thoughts of it. You're listening to When I Say. Hello, hello. Hey, hey. Welcome. Thank you. How are you? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you perfectly. Wonderful. Can you hear me? Okay. I can. <laughs> awesome. So, would you like to introduce yourself? Tell them who you are. Sure. Uh, my name is Stacy Renee Eden. I am a local native to Phoenix, Arizona. Um, I am the 2018 Phoenix Poetry Slam champion. Holla! Uh, just about to publish my first book of poetry. Um, I've been an artist for since I can remember, and I've only been writing and performing poetry for a little less than a year now. So I'm I'm wow. addicted for sure. <laughs> and you're like amazing at it. So just to give oh. some context, um, I randomly you know went to Phoenix on this vacation, and I just kind of stumbled into this poetry event where I met Stacy. And I mean, her rhymes are just like amazing, first of all. But what, what I really liked was like afterwards when we went and got drinks and just kind of chopped it up, you were just such a like a genuine, like cool person. Mm-hmm. I wish I had more time in Phoenix to just kind of hang with you and kind of pick your brain. I know. Oh, man. We were trying to do like late night shenanigans too. And everyone was I know. Like, oh, I was so. <laughs> and I was like, I'm jet lagged. I need sleep. <laughs> Damn it, but yeah, so. Perfect grown up yeah I know who does that (laughs) but thank you again for joining and I can't wait to kind of hear your thoughts on this poem so um, I'll get right into it it's called the healing I finally lived enough to form my own regrets to wonder if my abandon was reckless or the truest of myself I finally decided to be the person I used to push to the fringe who I'd only let roam amongst the closest of chosen friends. And even then, I've made apologies to everyone who's claimed to love me, including myself, Mm. for being myself. So where's the fine line between loving without condition and enabling, between nudging towards improvement and nagging, between being uncompromising and lacking affection? We talk of love, but rarely mention redemption. We claim we understand forgiveness, yet we're embarrassed by scars. Mm. Is that not proof that we've once healed, that we can grow on our own towards closure? Well, I've got enough stretch marks to know better, to see on every surface how the body will expand to make room for itself. Mm. I've got enough tattoos to understand I can mark my own territory. Each needle a flag laying claim or stating robustly, I have beliefs too big to reside solely inside me. I've got so many blemishes. I don't need photos to remind of where I've been or the life I've lived. My face with haggard sockets confess my restlessness. Mm. My moles, as they grow, outline my lineage like constellations, dictating where I'm going and where I've been at the same time. If only I'd learned how to read them. 
my skin, explaining my heavens and my history, if only I'd learned to heed them. My body is the sky on a moonless Sedona night. It is quiet and full and unexplored. So let me get your thoughts. Let me get your feeling. What were your uh, uh, man? Yeah, I mean, there's so many things that I could pick out there, and you know me, I'm I'm like I love the one-liners, and there's so many good ones. Um, I think what most, but I mean, like this overarching, like this feeling that I get left with it, and I'm not even gonna look at it at the words right now because I want to give you the feeling. <laughs> um, I mean, it's 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 really about you know embrace. I mean just embracing every single aspect of your journey. And, and it's, there, there are no mistakes. There are no bad decisions. Um, and it's, it's like, it's, it's this really interesting, um, you know, dichotomy of, of, uh, it seems to me of, of giving yourself permission for all of your previous, you know, misinterpretations, I guess, or, 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 attempts to love yourself even though they didn't always be eh. successful um and and embracing that and and just seeing how it is all this insane imperfect perfection it just it makes me so happy um it, yeah, i'm, it, I'm it, like it, gonna tear up because that's exactly, that's exactly. <laughs> get it out the park no oh. it's funny because it was like it was such a hard the poem came so organically mm. but that's such a hard concept for me the whole like and this is all new, the, the notion of loving yourself unconditionally, unconditionally, and like, what does that actually mean in day-to-day life? And just like, yes, because allowing myself but, to, yeah, right, and like allowing myself. I called it the healing because it felt like mm. when I first wrote it, I thought I was talking about my personality. This is what's crazy. I thought I was talking about my personality, like personality quirks that I show some people that I don't show everybody, and like mm-hmm. that I keep to myself. Right. But then as it developed, it really became like a, like almost like an apology letter to my body and me being uh, like, like, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like, I'm sorry for being mad at you. I'm sorry for not appreciating you. Um, man, I, I yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. I love, I love the, the balance of, you know, because scars and stretch marks and those things are usually stuff that we really tend to stay away from. I, I, this stuck out, this sticks out to me still to this day. It was probably 10 or 15 years ago. I heard this woman say, oh yeah, I don't really want to play like soccer or Frisbee golf with you because I'm scared to death of getting my knees all scabby and scarred. Hmm. And I was like, and it, and it like hit me in such a weird way. I'm like, you're scared. Like you, like, like that's a fear. Like that's, you know, I, I grew up a very fearful child. I had, I had a neighbor, uh, you know, I, I had some really weird stuff happen to me when I was a kid. And, mm-hmm. and so fear was always a very real thing for me. And the idea that she could be afraid of, of that, you know, it, it really hit me hard. Um, and so just, I, I just love the idea that, you know, we can have the fear of these scars and scabs and, and marks. And then at the same time, we love our tattoos and we seek out our tattoos and they, they mm-hmm. are sort of our way to communicate that we do love ourselves, love our imperfections, mm-hmm. that, that we are living, walking, breathing art. Um, and I, I love that. I, and, and it almost to me brought home the idea of those stretch marks are art too. 
they, those scars, those are the beautiful art. I feel like you were saying, um, even your freckles, you know, that some of us don't like or, or moles that could be, you know, we, we associate that almost now with like being cancerous or something. It's scary. I know. Right. Yeah. And, and, and the more we separate ourselves from our bodies, from our experiences, and the more we compartmentalize ourselves instead of seeing ourselves as this beautiful entity, you know, you either love all of it or you don't right you can't pick it you can't cherry pick the parts of it that you love so anyways I'm babbling now I could love I love this no no that's <laughs> perfect that's, and exactly and it actually made me think of you I don't know if it's like artistic os- osmosis or something but you recently posted a poem where you talked about your scars and stretch marks mm-hmm. and I, was, I remember being like this is Bob that's when I posted on your Instagram I was like we have to collab because yes. I loved it so much yeah <laughs> Like, it's amazing. So I definitely wanted to get your perspective on, like, how you came. How did you get on this journey? And how did you, like, arrive to this point of self-acceptance and, like, robustly accepting yourself, like, the whole self? Oh, oh gosh, that's so good. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay. Uh, honestly, uh, I, I recently posted something that said, um, you know, uh, build your dreams and fall in love with yourself on the way up. And, mm-hmm. um, that, that really, that really, um, you know, it's something, it was something I, I usually write a long poem, you know, my poems are too long usually, <laughs> and I have to cut them <laughs> down. but, uh, you know, I, this, this one hit me real hard and it was real short and it was just that phrase. And, um, and I really, I'm, I'm really starting to realize that that is where so much of the strength has come from because I didn't, I, I didn't know where to get it before. And I hadn't, I hadn't really built up anything that I felt like I could really be proud of um, mm. in my life. I really didn't feel like I had anything that I was like, yeah, you know, that, that no one could um, like take away from me, I guess, or something. And, and that's all comes from insecurity and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. So as, as unhealthy as a starting point, as that is, um, you know, art has always been something that, you know, has drawn me in and made me feel like I'm almost in a meditative place. And given me calm when anxiety is very much my natural state of being, um, I've learned. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I'm just, you know, I just, I, ugh, my brain's going and all that stuff. So meditation and finding, <laughs> building that calm was a really interesting thing. And art was really what brought that to the forefront. So what I've kind of learned is that I, I have, <laughs> I had so, I have so much love and respect for the mm-hmm. art that I make that I, it, it, it kind of hit this weird tipping point where I'm like, how can you love your art like that and not love yourself mm. as much as you love your art? How, how can you forgive yourself uh, or how can you forgive your art and say, you know, it's okay and, and mm. it's, it doesn't have to be perfect. It's, it's going to have these blemishes. That's what I like about it. And how can you not relay that to yourself? And it just, it began to feel very, it began to feel very hypocritical. Um, wow. So that was, that was kind of a mind, you know, melt. And then, it, and then it also came to the point where uh, uh, I think it was Gary Vee, um, this really cool entrepreneurial um, uh, just inspiration. Oh, I follow him. That's why I'm using this app because he like recommended it. But anyways, yeah, I know Gary Vee. He's the best. <laughs> um, I don't even remember if it was him who said it, but he, he this is kind of his, I feel like this is his jam. You know, he talks about how, um, how you, now I lost it for a second. I'll get it back. Um, <laughs> He says, you don't, oh, um, don't figure out how to become the person that, don't, don't figure out how to become successful. Figure out how to become the person that deserves the success that you want. Mm. Wow. Yeah, right? 
oh, that yeah. one, that one gets me because we always say, oh, well, when I, when I figure this out or when I do that and, and, and it, it really hit me home. It's like, I need to really start embodying and being that woman that inspires others and helps others and helps make the world a better place. Um, and I can't do that if I don't start with me. You know, if I, if I can't love yes. me, how can I love anybody else? So That's so powerful. And like, it's not easy. That takes a lot of courage. Cause I mean, just to circle back to your point, I loved it where you're like, I can, you can be acceptive, accepting of your art, but you won't be that accepting of yourself. I just, that's so fascinating and so real. Cause like I've been writing poetry since I was 12. Mm. I didn't start sharing it until maybe until college even. And then from there, I slowly like give piece of it because I'm afraid of like the feedback from the world. Right. And it's very kind of indicative of like how I almost like how myself, like I'm very contained on social media because I don't want them negative comments. I don't want people uh, in my comments. You know, like that's yeah. scary. To oh, me. man. So even this project, like sharing my work, sharing my voice and really owning who I am. It's like a whole, this is all new to me. And to circle back to Gary Vee, like sometimes he frustrates me because he's always yelling and like, he's like, you're fucking <laughs> the worst. Like I know I'm the worst. He's absolutely right. Like the only thing keeping us from really pushing and being the person we want to be is actually ourselves, ironically. Yep. yep. Yeah. And and here's another layer is I, I'm working on a poem now called I Can Wait to Be Famous. Ooh. I'm yeah, I'm embracing this idea, right? That if I would have like, so I, I'm also a metal worker, right? And I'm a jewelry designer and I've had some success with that. And I look back on when I first started out and if I had had the success that I have now, when I was first starting out, I would have been screwed. <laughs> I wouldn't have understood it. I wouldn't have appreciated it. I would have put, I wouldn't have had the structure built to support these things um, that I'm able to do now. So the more, the more I pursue these things and the more I, cause I understand, dude, I hate criticism. I want to be friends with everybody. <laughs> Yo, that's so like me. And we that's just all so need to get along, right? Like we, like really, like I'm, I'm all about love. Why can't you be all about love? Like, let's just all be about And I realized, dude, trying to live my life that way makes me very not happy and very sad. And, and it's just, you know, so it is what it is. And um, it really what I'm, I, it's, it's crazy to think that, uh, you know, we just, we really just have to focus on ourselves. The more I love myself, the more people can relate to what I'm saying, because it comes from such a genuine place, right? And that's what they really want. Uh, they, they, you know, they, they don't want, most people don't want to hear about our journeys, right? They, they want to relate it to that. Gets them angry. It's just something that is a knee jerk reaction to them. Right. So I, I literally have trained myself and it's not easy. And I still, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a hustle. It's a, it's a huddle every single day, you know, for me to build up that resistance and every day I get stronger. So the truly the more it's, it's crazy. Cause the more I put myself out there, the thicker my skin gets and the more, you know what there, the more that the really real, real people that are like, holy shit, this changed, you know, this really helped me, um, that, that they feel comfortable to come towards you, you know, cause you're not afraid to be judged anymore. And I feel like that helps people come out of their shell too. It's very, very, 
very crazy, liberating. I think, I think, that's, because no, I- I think that's totally real. And especially with you, like that's, I think that's why I gravitated toward you, especially yeah. like at the poetry event, you're just, obviously your words are amazing, but your personality oh. is so just welcoming. And because you're so secure with yourself, other people can be secure around you. Oh, that's so beautiful. It's not like, a, you know, it's not like an ego fight or anything. It's just like, yeah. she's cool. Oh, oh. Let's be cool. And that's, you know, that's you rare. Can, so I that's, really appreciate well, that about you. Let me, let me tell you this, right? Let me, let me add that. I, I did not want to cut you off because you can compliment me all day. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I, I, I'm over cheesy compliments. You give really good, insightful compliments. That shit is golden. Uh, that's, that's golden. <laughs> um, and just so you know, um, as you know, you go on this journey and, and I'm, I'm kind of still reeling from this is that some people, it is very off-putting. It mm. is very, very, it, it really makes them feel uncomfortable. You know what I mean? That I am so comfortable. Um, and, and it, it, I've seen it. I've seen some people just be like, Oh, like it, you see a piece in them that is so joyful. And in some people, you know, I'm, I, I, I can tell that I just make them, you know, not very comfortable. <laughs> so it's a double-edged sword and it is what it is. And the truth of the matter is like, you know, it, it will never be easy. Right. And it will never like, no matter how, no matter how secure you are, it will always, you know, give you e- really good and really negative responses. And, and it's never easy. You know, I'm never like, Oh, fuck that. Or forget them. I'm sorry. Can we curse? Am I not? No, like, yeah. Okay. fucking cuss please never, do you know I'm, not, I'm like i'm never like fuck them but i'm like fuck that like you know it it, it does it, it gets to me a little bit i think about it because i don't want to be arrogant and be like oh well they're idiots like i really do consider what they say like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna ruminate on this does this have any merit is there any logical way that i can understand it and try and understand where they're coming from or anything like that and most of the time i'm like you know what fuck them like it is what it is <laughs> are not going to like me. Most people are not going to like me. And that is a blessing because if everyone liked us, we would go nuts and we'd have to be friends with everybody and then we wouldn't have any time. So <laughs> really, that's really, real. Yeah. Be, uh, anyone who wants, you know, anyone who's doing this, like be prepared for the backlash and be prepared. I've never felt more understood on a real level as a human being by people that I respect, you know, it's not just like, oh, she'll, she's my best friend. She'll always be there for me. That's a great thing to have. And I have found so much value in like these people who are like, man, you know, you're creating something. I'm creating something. I want to be around you. You have this positivity. I have this positivity. I want to cultivate a friendship with you. And, and honestly, if those people stop being positive, mm. you know, unless it's a very specific thing and they specifically, you know, I'm probably not going to hang out with them anymore, regardless of what we've done together or how, you know, it, it doesn't matter. Cause that's, that's, that's what I, that's the most important thing for me. Right. And I can't sacrifice that for anyone. And it's, it's, it's a, it's a bitch for us empaths. I'm sure you already know that. Right. I mean, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. It's uh sorry. I'm going on and on. Uh, no, no, you yourself an empath, like a really, or, or do you kind of like cut people off and like, kind of you know protect your your sanity above all else I think I'm learning I I was very much a um I didn't like to be disliked that was a huge part of me college and like right after college I hated being disliked so you you learn to be malleable have your personality be malleable and oh man 
yes. kind of take what they want from you. And yeah. then there was like a point, I don't think I was like 24, where I was like, I, I feel exhausted because people are taking and I'm not getting what I need right. for me to survive. And like Half no one's giving. Half the time they're still not happy, right? Half the time they're still oh, not exactly. satisfied. <laughs> that's true too, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, and that's, uh, you know, I talk about that like kind of in the poem, like I'm finally okay with the sharper edges of myself that mm-hmm. some people aren't going to like. And, you know, being, the hardest part is not just being yourself, but being okay when somebody doesn't like your true self. Yeah. That's what I'm finding to be hard. Like, yeah. if, hey, if, if I'm not everyone's cup of tea, I got to be okay with that. And I'm <laughs> learning how to deal with that. And um, there was just one more thought I want to get your thought on. Um, oh. Like the ending, kind of like, since you were talking about healing and kind of accepting yourself, uh, a little anecdote. I noticed that I have like this scar on my knee and like, I'm fairly certain that my dog did it. Like she jumped on me and her claws did it or whatever. But I didn't even realize that I had been cut. I didn't realize I had been injured until I saw the scar. And so I think that's something beautiful about the fact that the body will heal itself without you having, without you even knowing that you're injured sometimes, mm-hmm. like it will take and heal itself. And I wonder what our spirit is doing. And if our, you know, mentally we can do that for ourselves as well. If we can find a way to gravitate toward peace so that microaggressions or like childhood memories that we, you know, that no longer serve our peace will slowly affect you know, erase itself from us. Or like if we can find a way to heal away from the pain. That's where we're going with um, that, that we can grow on our own towards closure. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, gosh, I, I, you know, I am very much in agreement with that. I very much think that, um, gosh, we are so powerful beyond our wildest imaginations, right? Our brains are just these unbelievably wonderful things. And um, they can be a prison. They can be a, you know, a, a, a run on, a, you know, a record that just goes around and around and around. And, um, you know, I've, I've definitely experienced that in my life where it felt like, you know, I was reliving those negative moments over and over and over. And, um, and I, I mean, I, I still feel that way sometimes, a rumination, you know, and I love the idea that that we can heal every single time. And the idea that I'm, I'm actually working on a book right now called The Yogi's Guide to Joy. Ooh. And it's really good. And it's really <laughs> talking about how we get it, towards closure is is where I because it the. Now, now a he a wound will heal. A wound will close, right? And 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 then I think of the human psyche, of our heart, of our hearts, and it's it's like I don't ever want my heart to close, right? I don't ever want you know. You think of the idea of a bleeding heart, but I don't want my heart to close. I don't want it to heal. I want I want to always be available. And, and willing to take that risk of putting my art out into the world, of falling in love, of getting a puppy and knowing that you're purchasing a tiny tragedy. You know what I mean? And willing to be like, you know what? It's going to hurt like a bitch. But and and I will always focus on the joy and I will always recognize that the more pain and the more strife that I feel in my life 
prepares me to experience a higher level of joy and ecstasy just by pure relativity. Does that make sense? Yeah, I know. I'm absolutely. Yes. I mean, I, that is, it's something that I've just now like begun to, you know, study and explore. And man, that is, it's, it's so, it's so beautiful that, that that's where you're going with this. And I, and I absolutely see it. And it's, I, gosh, I just want to, I want you to write like five more poems about this. <laughs> like, this is like, I feel like this is your realization and you're like coming to terms and like, there's this, yeah, like, oh, it's just, it's fascinating. You're, you're yourself in this really beautiful way before you've even decided I'm going to love myself do to do because it's the right thing to do. You're just like taking the lay of the land and you're just taking it all in. It kind of feels like, and, and seeing that, you know, you, yeah, the, the dichotomy of, of loving without condition and enabling, nudging towards improvement and nagging. Oh my gosh, babe. This was, oh my goodness. It's so, and, and are you doing yeah, that? And are you doing that to yourself? Are you doing that to the people in your lives? Are you doing that? Like, it's like all the above, oh, right? <laughs> that's yeah. so, that specific line actually came from a conversation I had with my mom. We were like on a road trip and I don't know how we got to this point, but the question was, I was like, how do you know I love you? Is what I asked my mom. And then she was like, well, you're, you're constantly like pushing me to be better. You, um, you call me when I'm, you call me on my bullshit, that kind of thing. And I was like, that's cool. No, I was thinking in the moment, like, that's cute. But yeah. in the more I thought about it, I'm like, that's not cool. Like, I don't want my love to be being like, you need to do better. That's the yeah. shitty way of expressing love. And I'm like, if that's how I express it with my mother, what am I doing with my friends? What am I doing with my loved ones? What am I doing with myself? Like, am I constantly being like, Oh, Nicole, like, I think I am. As soon as you lose weight, like you're going to be a bad bitch. You're going to be perfect. But like, I'll never, am I ever going to be able to just say, you're cool. You're, you're cool the way you are. Yeah, you're good. You know, I think that that's a really, okay. So we, I, I want to take it back to this. I finally decided to be the person I used to push to the fringe. That one hit me real hard. Um, and it made me think of something that one of my favorite people, one of my, favorite exes that taught me a lot uh, said to me he said that what bothers us the most about other people is a reflection about something we don't like or we're insecure about in ourselves like, yeah that's so real it's so good I don't want to accept that I want to just be mad at people damn, damn you and I was like damn it that's so good so here's another layer to that is I'm, I've learned that we often attempt to love others the way that we want to be loved and how, what we want to be loved for. And we, what, we, what we really want to do is love them how they want to be loved. So if your mother, if, if her favorite part about your love that you give her unconditioned, there's no other way that you can love her because you love her, right? I mean, you just, you just love her. So to say that's imperfect or perfect, it, it doesn't, it's not, it's not real because perfect, right? So the fact that how she wants to be loved is really what's important, right? So if that, if that makes her happy, then that makes her super happy. Someone else might think that that's nagging. 
to another person might think this chick never thinks I'm good enough. To your mom, <laughs> man, she's always looking at who, at how I can grow and how I can evolve, and that shows right. me that she like yeah. So I can't. I I understand that perception, and I think as a 35 year old single woman who's never been married, <laughs> who actually got oh. dumped real hard this morning, got dumped hard this morning. Oh, we're gonna. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So from that, like, it is so, it's so common and it's so, um, it's not easy, but it's, it's a very, it's not illogical to think, man, obviously I'm doing something wrong. You know what I mean? I'm doing something wrong. If if something's not working, if you get fired, if you got fired from your last five jobs, maybe you're doing something wrong, but relationships (laughs) aren't like jobs. Love isn't like anything else. Right. I think we just have to really keep in mind that that there is no perfect way to love, that, that the love just is what it is. So what makes one man's ego gasp for air will make another man's dick want to go deep sea diving. We're all, it's just the crazy chemistry of humanity, right? <laughs> I'm still in that. That's the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> It's so true. It's so true. <laughs> deep sea diver like ASAP. No. <laughs> right? Dude, they are so rare. They are so rare. And you can't just give a man a snorkel. You can't. <laughs> they need to be fully trained. They need to be. <laughs> Thank you so much for. Oh, you're so welcome. Oh, for sharing your insights and like for really. Into this, I've I've loved like hearing your thoughts and hearing about your journey and <clears throat> and like I hope we continue to collab. We got to write a poem together, obviously. Let's do it all. Let's do this once a month. Shoot, girl. Oh my god, that'd be, yeah. awesome. that'd be epic. Yeah, I I love this idea. This is just too cool. So uh, I can't wait to uh, do more of these and hear your next one and go listen awesome. to the other one. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Thanks again You're for welcome. joining. It's my pleasure. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. The poetry you've heard today, The Healing, can be found in a new project that I'm working on called Learning to Fall. If you're interested in the project or have thoughts and have feelings, uh, feel free to email me at lafootspoetry at gmail.com or hit me up on social media at lafoots. I'd love to hear your thoughts, and I also would love to have you as a guest on the show. Thanks.